Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's special episode of the Frisco Report with my co-host, Mike Cowboys Corner in the house. Mike, what's going on, bro? What's going on, you guys? Joe, welcome, man. Man, This has been a crazy football week. Guys, before we get started, I want to make sure that uh, we're going to go through our topics. And then if you got some questions you want Joe or me or both of us to answer, drop them down below. This show is going to be... Like a Tesla, hands-free, careless driving, all right? <laughs> That's a good way to describe it, man. That's a very good way to describe it, and it is what it is. Cowboys went to uh, Green Bay, bro. Uh, a lot of guys injured on their side of the team. We were fresh off a of bye. Couldn't get it done, Mike. Couldn't get it done. Um, you know, we're, gonna, we're talking about a lot of stuff here, Mike. Uh, main thing here. Dan Quinn still hasn't figured out the Hellraiser puzzle for the run defense. What What's going on here? Will it ever get fixed? Or is this something that we're going to have to deal with? What's your thoughts on, on, on this, Mike? Yeah, the Lions said it uh, after that game. He said, uh, if we don't do our job, stick to our assignments, and not try to do too much, that will fix itself. Jerry Jones came out and said that we got the power – we got the manpower on this team to stop this run defense. And I, honestly, I don't see it. I, I don't. I talked to fifth-quarter Cowboys. Big shout-out to my dude there. Uh, before the game, I said they're going to run it down our throat. Any offensive coordinator knows that's where the weak link is, right? I mean, look at the Eagles. <clears throat> Eagles, their weak link, they got a bad run run defense also. Look what the commanders did. Um, and so any offensive coordinator is going to look at this Cowboys defense and say, yeah, we can run the ball on these guys. Why? Because – uh, our guys aren't soft. They're, they're, I, I don't know what, what's going on, but we don't got the right guy to go in there and plug the middle. We, we, we thought we had that Baconator when we got uh, ha- uh, uh, Hankins, but that's not the case. Uh, also, Diggy Zua, not the case. Uh, Quentin Bohanna, not the case. They, they went with Terrell Basham instead of going with Goldston uh, and, 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 a, a DN versus an interior guy, knowing that your defense is there. They fumbled that decision, uh, playing Basham over Goldston. So they got a lot to clean up here, Joe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how Dan Quinn can fix it, um, but he needs to fix it fast. Man, well said. You took the words right out of my mouth. A lot of fumbling, bumbling. The Goldston one really stood out to me because he's a, he's mostly a run defender, but he can he, he can bring some – some heat, right? But yeah, man, these defensive tackles, man. It's and Jerry Jones, obviously, the salesman that, it, that he is, lies through his teeth with snake oil. They're not, you know, we don't have the talent. 
The, the, we don't have the talent in the middle there. Osa, Quentin Bohanna, these guys, I mean, they're okay, but they're, we don't have that premier defensive tackle, right? So, oh, the offseason workouts. Look, look how this guy runs around the cone. Dude, I, I'm I'm sick of the bull crap, bro. Like, uh, some of these guys just hype these guys way too high, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that that's part of the letdown is, like, you, you get caught in the moment of, Watching these spring workouts, these guys working out in shorts, cutting around dummies. It's not the same. It's not the same, man. And now we're seeing it. We're getting shredded every game now. Um, the teams, they, 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 they found the weak point, the chink in the armor. And I, I think it's more than a chink in an armor. It's a hole, right? We got, we got a big old gunshot hole in the armor. And they're tearing us up, man. They're tearing us up. So, Mike, it really hurt us here in, in 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 this game here with the Packers. They just ran right right to right to the win. We we just it's almost like they laid down and gave them, you know, the the easy field goal to to get the win, Mike. You know, Dak Prescott had the ball plenty of times for us to win this football game. You know, we we can we can say the defense did this, the defense did that, but your quarterback threw two picks. They got 14 points off of it. Your quarterback got the game, uh, the ball there uh, towards the end of the game. And, you know, Mike McCarthy, a fourth and four call, Joe. It wasn't good. All right. Um, people are saying that's the right call, you know, not taking the field goal, going for it on a fourth and four, yada, yada, yada. If you miss the field goal, they get better position. If you miss the fourth and four, you lose the game to the uh, with the field goal. Either way, I'll take my chances with the field goal. Get and if he makes it, you're getting him on the 25 yard line. Exactly, bro. Exactly, so, it didn't make sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. I I'm not I'm not in the in the boat of the not kicking the field goal was the best decision. They should have kicked that field goal. They should. have. Yeah. No, and I think McCarthy and some of his post interviews kind of admitted that he took this game very personal. I think a lot of the play calling, especially at the end, was personal. Like the field goal, any other game, I think he would have done the field goal. This was like, oh, I'm back here. I got to get revenge. And just totally screwed up, man. Totally screwed up. You could at least, like, exactly what you said, Mike, go for the points. If you miss it, you know, at least they get the ball right there. But at least. You tried to get points. Right. So dumb. So frustrated. I was so pissed off. I'm still upset at this crap because it's, it's the true colors of the Cowboys. Um, you, 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 when, when the time comes for them to take advantage of certain situations, they continue to fail game in and game out. Like they should have won this game. They could have gained, um, you know, a game on the Eagles because the, the Eagles screwed up there with the, with the Commanders. So you, the Cowboys' loss is even worse now because you you lost you could have gained, but you lose ground. So <laughs> real, real shitty outcomes, and uh, we'll see what happens here, Mike. But yeah, that that's that's that there a run defense not good. Uh, Doran Armstrong missing action. Time time to get him back out out. Let's put Sam Williams in there and just just take over. Like that's enough. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of players that, that I think have have kind of uh, 
So they started out hot, man. You know what I mean? But the defense seems like it's kind of cooling down now at the wrong time of the year. Talk about who? Kellen Moore sucks, bro. All right, guys in the chat box, let me know. Are you tired of Kellen Moore's play calls? You know, 40, what was it, Mike? 46 passes for Dak Prescott in this game? Yep. They were having yep. success running the ball with Tony Pollard and Malik Davis. And, again, they, they get away from it. They start slinging the ball around. Dak Prescott with the happy feet bouncing around. I thought he was going to vibrate off the screen. I was like, dude, this guy is nervous, bro. He ain't in it. Dude, Kellen Moore, like, I, I don't know why everybody's so shocked with, with Kellen Moore. He was a uh, backup quarterback. Tony Roman went down. Dude broke his ankle. Dak Prescott got the rail, right? Nobody wanted this guy but Scott Lenahan. Say that with me. Scott Lena hand. Nobody wanted this guy. And then all this hype revolving around him. Oh, he, he's a guru. Oh, all these. We never lost at Boise State. Oh, the like, come on, guys. Like, we got to stop this crap. Look what Josh Daniels is able to do with Miami. Dobb. They, they both. Mm. One or the other was going to get the job. Josh McDaniel or Kellen Moore. They went with the guy that wasn't even scheming in a Kyle Shanahan's offense. They went with that guy versus a guy that's been calling plays and has experience calling plays, game planning, et cetera, et cetera. They went with Mike McDaniel, and that's paid off. My, if, if Kellen Moore went to, to the Miami Dolphins right now, the, the, they they would be the typical old Miami Dolphins, period, right? Miami mm -hmm. Dolphins got that right. You look at Kellen Moore, you look at Kellen Moore and who 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 the tree that he was coached under, Jason Garrett. All right, Jason Garrett is doing NBC Sunday Night Football. He's not even coaching. College didn't want him. Duke didn't want him. Nobody, the Giants didn't want him. Nobody wants him. So you look at the tree, Scott Linehan, where is he at, right? You look at the tree that Kellen Moore fell over and everything that he learned under is not even in the National Football League anymore. That should tell you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kellen Moore. If he if the Cowboys fire Kellen Moore, I highly doubt he gets any position in the National Football League. Yeah, it, it's a it's a tree from rotten apples, bro. Just just nothing good from it. Hit it on the head. And and the other thing too, the scheme sucks. Uh, you, we talk about like like you just said, you know, if Kellen Moore was in Miami, what if we had one of these Shanahan guys? CD Lamb's production would, would 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 be crazy. You know what I mean. Justin Jefferson is still my my number one receiver from that draft class. CD Lamb, kind of looking like you know the normal, the typical uh, Big Twelve type of receiver. You know, Big Twelve receivers. Eh, you know what I mean. So he did have his his catches in this game, Mike. But if we had a guy who had a better scheme, I think you would have more. Um, you know, more consistency from C.D. Lamb if we had a better scheme for him. I, I don't like how they're using him here. You know, um, it's feast or famine here with with, with uh, Kellen Moore and uh, and uh, C.D. Lamb. So you, you don't know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? This isn't like like Miami or, or, or you know, the 49er offense where you know that these guys are going are gonna to be productive game in and game out, whether it's Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill. You know, Debo, you know, these guys, 
you know, in, in those schemes. But with CD Lamb, Mike, it's what kind of game are you going to get from him? You know what I mean? So, yeah. moore has got to go, bro. My question to you, Mike, is how how would he be gone from here? What what would it take for Moore to be out of here, realistically, in your in your eyes? Dak Prescott has to say, get him out of here. Mm. That's what it's going to have to take. Dak Prescott's going to have to either say, trade me or fire Kellamore. There's no way that this offense and Dak – like, it's the same route tree. You turn on all 22 film, it's the yeah. same route pattern. You can see it watching the game. You don't even need 22 film, Joe. It's check downs. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles and what they're able to do. Yes, it was with Cooper Rush, but they knew our routes. Why? Because it's the same exact route tree. If you look at that play when Dak Prescott threw the, the, the jump ball to Michael Gallup, right? Nobody was – it was fourth and four. Nobody was in the realm of even, like, making it close. You dink and dunk on third and ten, but you send everybody gone on a fourth and four, Kellen Moore. What yeah. in the world – What what's your thinking here? My – Mike McCarthy is going to have to grow a pair of cojones and say, mm -hmm. I'm out unless you get rid of Kellamore. Or Dak Prescott's going to have to say it. One of those two guys is going to have – there's no way that you could tell me that these players look at Kellamore and say, he's the guru. I think Dalton Schultz mocked him. I think they caught it on Sound of the Sidelines a couple of weeks ago. I think Dalton Schultz mocked it. Yeah. It, it, this, this is all facts, bro. And and you're right, man. It's going to have to take Dak to, to speak up. And, and these guys are buddies. You know, they're they're comfy. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's going to happen, but you're right. That that would that would help expedite him getting the hell out of here. I don't see anybody offering him any head coaching jobs this upcoming cycle. I really don't. Dan Quinn, pr probably. You know what I mean? But but Kellen Moore, I don't see him being in the cycle. Um, but the only way I see it happening is like exactly like you said. You know, somebody's got to speak up. Or there's a complete cleaning of, of the house. You know what I'm saying? Sean Payne comes in here, installs his own people, this sort of thing. But that's way down the line. We don't know if that will ever happen. But those are the only two ways. A new regime or... Like you said, Dak speaks up and says, "Hey, get, get, let's let's we need something something better here," you know what I mean? Or or, or maybe the receivers start speaking up some more because uh, yeah, it's the same old route trees, bro. That's why it's feast or famine with CD and these guys because it's like they know where they're going, they know they know where where the landmarks are gonna be at. Yep. You know what I mean? It's it's terrible, bro. Terrible. Kellen Moore's got to go, bro. Now he has to. Dak Prescott, Mike. You know what I mean? It's uh, this is this is another another subject of contention with fans. You know what I mean? Same same with Romo. You know, but can he win the big games, bro? This is this is this is considered a big game. You know what I mean? Going up to Green Bay, getting this win against a three and six sucky ass Packer team. Two interceptions. The got flipped for 14 points. So, what what is the deal? What is the deal with that? Can, can he not win the big games? Not at all. You look at 
you look at the overtime game versus the Raiders, couldn't do it. You look at the Cardinals game. You look at the the Broncos game. I mean, there's they look at the Chiefs game. You mean to tell me your defense holds 19 points to Patty Mahomes at home the first time ever in his career, and we can't get 20 points from this offense? We can't get 20 points? Like, look, I, I said this stat, and I got to go back and, and probably update it, but Tony Romo, and I'm not comparing Tony Romo to Dak. I'm just giving you option A to option B. We're going to go from A, we're going to go to B, and Dak is B, right? A. Tony Romo in his entire career had 10 games where he didn't throw a single touchdown. 10 in his entire career. Dak Prescott is already sitting at 24 games of getting shut out in seven years. 24 games in seven years, not throwing a single touchdown in 24 games. Romo, 10. Dak Prescott, you called him happy feet. I love that. We all know Dak Dak Prescott's footwork ain't the best. We're talking about a seven-year veteran quarterback that's getting paid elite money to win elite games. Okay, the ex- I I don't know how these excuses keep going. I, I I went back to that video where I put all those stats up about Dak, and I was reading the comment section, and I really I wanted to comment on that video and say, "What's your thoughts on Dak now?" After that 49ers game, after the Cardinals game, because I made that video right after the Thanksgiving game, bam, before December football. And uh, I wanted to ask him, but I didn't. Dak Prescott cannot win the big game. He, I, I, and I've been saying this since 2017. I've been seeing a lot more people coming around, coming around. Oh, you're just a Dak. I, I, I was called racist, Joe, because I was, quote, unquote, <laughs> a Dak hater. Right? And uh, it, it's uh, it, it blows my mind the, the extent that people go for. Uh, with with Dak Prescott. And I only have one question. Who's better, Tony Romo or Dak? Everyone's, oh, Tony Romo's better. So why are you settling for a downgrade at the quarterback position? Why? You want to upgrade. You want to get better, right? Yeah, and I'm there too, bro. My, my last video, that, that's it for me. Seven years, bro. And the excuses from, the, from these guys, oh, it was mis- the, the the whole shit this week miscommunicated. Get out of here with the bullshit, bro. He's been with CD Lamb for three freaking years. Stop with the excuses, bro. God, dude, it drives me up the fucking wall, bro. Oh, let, let miscommunication. Eat, eat this Kool Aid, drink it, drink it, and pass it on to the other the next fan. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just cut it out, bro. It, it's not miscommunication. You, he, he's he's got to de- deliver the ball. He's got to see the field. Three defenders right there. Stupid crap, bro. All right. So on him, receivers, it could be, but seven years of this, bro. And it's always an excuse. Oh, and now, and, and I'm for bringing Odell here, but after this crap, I'm like, is it going to help? I don't, I don't know, bro. He's not going to help. He, look how Dak started off the game with the under and overthrows. Look how mm-hmm. Dak Prescott started. And, dude, it's so funny to me because people are like, oh, my God, Dak, Dak Prescott's passer rating after the Chicago game. Oh, my God, Dak attack is back. Dak attack is back. I can tell you Dak attack went flat. There's no Dak attack against a sub. It's Aaron Rodgers. They, they had a losing record. But you look at the good teams, Dak, if Dak Prescott throws the ball 30 or more times, Dak Prescott has a losing a losing record. When Zeke or any of the running games get 
20, 19 or less carries, Dak Prescott has a losing record. I'm tired of the excuses. It's time for Dak Prescott to elevate. You mean to tell me Cooper Rush can get the ball to Noah Brown, but Dak Prescott can't? You mean to tell me, oh, yes, yeah, CeeDee Lamb had 100 yards, but that was the first 100-yard wide receiver in for Dallas Cowboys this season. This mm -hmm. season. All right? Mm -hmm. All, all mm -hmm. these garbage time stats, all this inflated Stats has to stop, and you got to look for Dak Prescott at what it is. And, and the the other the other thing too here, Mike, is that this front office has has done a, a very good job of feeding fans as far as like settling for who's in front of them. You know, eight nineteen eighty nine is the last time the Cowboys have used a first round pick on a quarterback. Right? They want to find know. they want to find the gym. J Jerry wants to be credited with finding the gym in the rough. Right? And then they're gonna stick with this guy until they can they, they stuck it out with Romo until literally his back was broken and Dak I don't know man I, I think that uh, they might do the same and they're gonna miss out on some talent you know what I mean so uh, and yeah may, maybe you are gonna draft the bust here and there but at least you're you're trying something else at some point you know what I mean so I just I just don't think that he has the that that pedigree, bro. Like I'm not a Dak hater, but I I, I've seen I've, I've seen seven years of this already, enough of it. And this game was just like I saw how nervous he was. There's no Brady pedigree in him. There's no Montana. There's no Aikman. There's no there's there's none of that killer edge. I can put this crap on my shoulders and win the whole thing. I, I don't see it, bro. Give me a game where he's done that. Yeah. Give me yeah. a game where he's done it. Yeah, it, it's it, it's crazy, bro. It, it's 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 going to be something. It's going to be something to see what 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 this front office does for, for the long term. Uh, and 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 let, let's say we let's say we get into the playoffs, bro. Oh, how bro. many how many of us in in reality, bro, think that oh you know we're gonna we're gonna make a run. You know, you know, last year I, I said we're going to be one and done. Yeah, last year I said mm -hmm. we're going to be one and done. I got to see this team finish up November because we got quick turnaround games in November. Then we go, then we launch into December. Yeah, I want to see how we finish in November and I want to see the first two games in December, and that will determine how this team's going to be in the playoffs. And I don't, I'm not talking about. Go score 50 on the Texans and scream Dak attack and passer rating. I want to see Dak Prescott against the Minnesota Vikings defense. I want to see I want to see Dak Prescott against the Philadelphia's defense. I want to see him against the Giants defense. I want to see him against the Colts defense. There's a lot of defenses that's going to tell us where this offense is going to be and can we stand any chance into the playoffs, Odell Beckham or not. Yeah. I mean – don't get me wrong. I, I I still would like to have Odell here. I think it, it would help, but it's just um, I, I don't think they'll do it because Stephen Jones. It would it would it would be it goes away from what he does. But you do you gotta get you. Dak needs a full armory, bro. He needs a full armory just to perfect. be just to be effective. You know what I mean? So um, it's not like these other guys who have. I mean. I don't know, dude. That loss really, really opened my eyes to the bullshit, and I'm just like, all right, man. I'm, I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna ride this out for the rest of the year and see what it is. But if 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 we're gonna if if the Cowboys are gonna continue to be the warm up fight for a championship team in the playoffs, you know, they need they need to change it up and do something else. Sell the freaking team. I'm weird, bro, but they, they won't. That won't happen, right? So the, the, the thing is, the Cowboys are almost becoming the floor mat in the playoffs. Like, okay, we made it. This other team is hot right now. They're going to beat us up, and then they get to the Super Bowl, and, and you know, we're just part of their – of the wins that they got. Like, oh, game one, Cowboys in the playoffs. Then, you know, divisional championship, Super Bowl. I mean, Tampa Bay – you know, who will it be this year? You know what I mean? Like, I I, I wish I could – because there there are people out there, bro, right, Mike? You and I see it out there, you know, the guys that are like, oh, we're going to do this. We're going to guarantee a win. We're going to do this. It's not realistic. This isn't right. that type of team where you're freaking just whooping everybody, game in and game out. Like, that. that's not Dallas right now. And it hasn't been for quite a while, you know? No, 100%, dude. And you know they'll 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 come out here with that with that mentality. And look, I mean, look, I I hardly, I, I probably never yawn in a football game because I'm amped up, I'm ready to go, emotions are high. Dude, I yawned in the 49er playoff game, and I yawned in this Green Bay game because it was there's nothing going on. It was boring. I probably clapped my hands when we got the 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 special teams turnover. I mean, that's probably how I was like, all right, let's go, let's go. You know, I was I mean, it, this team needs somebody that can real like Dak Prescott. Everyone calls Dak Prescott the leader. Listen, if you've ever been into any competitive sport and anything, tennis, basketball, football, the guy that you call the leader has to put pen to paper. He has to execute. He has to be able to lead by example, right? There's a couple of players when Mari Cooper said it in his interview when he went to uh, the, to the Browns, he said, my former teammates, he didn't say who, whether it was Raiders or Cowboys, he said, my my former teammates texted me and said that they were jealous because I get to play with Deshaun Watson. That's a shot to Dak Prescott. I don't care what anybody says, right? So if Cowboys get into the playoffs, if Cowboys get into the playoffs, man, we need all hands on deck. This defense is getting tired, Joe. This defense cannot uh, keep putting up with this type of possession. Bull crap. Micah Parsons is getting hit left, right, front, back. Tank mm-hmm. Lawrence is out there balling, taking a pay cut. Um, I need I need Dak Prescott to step up. Go make your money. You win a playoff game, Dak, I might buy your jersey. You win two playoff games, I'll buy my whole family jerseys. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You said uh, you said it's perfect. I mean, that's what has to happen here. When the team needs to be uplifted somewhere, the leader, the face of the franchise, like that, he's got to do it, dude. He's got to play smarter. He can't freelance and do stupid crap, bro. He's he's got to hold himself accountable. He he can't rely on, you know, fans and analysts like. Letting him off the hook with oh miscommunication, oh yeah, yeah. no no none of this was his fault. I mean, yeah, bro, it, it's it's gonna be interesting to see you know where, where these guys end up here. Um, the next one here, man. I mean, this game, you know, let, let's talk about it. 
Um, and oh, oh, the other thing we need to talk about on defense, Mike, what happened with Deron Bland? <laughs> we we miss we miss Jordan Lewis, bro. Oh, I in this game, as I was watching Bland get torched like twice, they couldn't cover the damn the rookie. That was that was the other embarrassing thing here. Mike, you said it in your post game. How do you let that happen, bro? A rookie wide receiver who hadn't done crap the whole season all of a sudden has a breakout game against you. But my, my point, Mike, is is Darren Bland going to have a, a bounce-back game, and how much do we miss Jordan Lewis already? I think Deron Bland is going to have a breakout game. I'm a big Fresno State Bland fan, all right? Rookies, rookies are going to play like rookies, all right? We drafted them late. You know, he's he, this is this is the a, a good old notch in the belt, right? For Deron Bland, he learned. Hey, if I do this with my hips, I'm gonna get beat. If I cut here, if I cut there, I'm gonna get beat. So this is gonna make Deron Bland better. All right, Trayvon, he don't have the trade. He he might. He actually is pretty fast. He has to learn and and go to Trayvon Diggs, put on that film, and say, Trayvon, how 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 do I do this? How how, how can I get better at this? This is going to help, all right? There's corners, young corners, that have that high ceiling potential that Deron Bland has that can correct this and fix it. Now, if we're – because he's going to be playing all season. Now, if we're, December, if we're uh, December 24th, right, and he's playing uh, Smith there with Philly and some minor things happen, but he recovers, the light bulb click for Deron Bland. I love that, right? So, it's all about – it's all about fighting that adversity, learning from it, and getting better. Jordan Lewis is missed because of the veteran presence. He's been burnt plenty of times that he can learn. Anthony Brown's been burnt so many times, and he's still getting burnt. That's the difference. Do I want a burnt Jordan Lewis who fixed it, or do I want a, a, burnt, branded, uh, a burnt Bland who played like Anthony Brown and don't fix it? Give me the Jordan Lewis Bland, and I think we're going to be okay at corner. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good assessment there on um, Bland. Let's hope that that happens sooner than later. Mike, um, the schedule, like I said, uh, coming up is somewhat favorable as far as the Cowboys having three home games in a row. Obviously, the next game is on the road at Minnesota, but then you have three home games in a row. The Giants in the rematch, the Colts, all right, who are, who are kind of a, a mess right now, and the Texans as well, who are, you know, kind of run hot and cold, but are still pretty competitive in all their games. They've been pretty competitive. That, to me, is a trap game up the butt. How do you think – what what will our record be in, in, in within these three uh, – within these four games coming up here, Mike? Three and one. Three and one. Three and one. If we, if we go three and one, and right now we're sitting at six and, and three, three, that'll put us at – Nine, nine and four. Nine and four. Okay, that's that's a pretty good record, right? Pretty good record. Ideally, you would like to run the table there on those three, on those four games. The loss, Mike. What, what, what? Which of those games do you are you predicting the loss? Oh, the the Vikings game. I don't see what Minnesota was able to do with and Josh Allen threw the pick. You know, made a bad decision. Blah 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 blah. But the way Justin Jefferson stepped up. And we know Trayvon Diggs isn't going to travel with Justin Jefferson. So we're going to have young corners. Kelvin Joseph sucks. 
All he is is a special teams player. I said yeah. it on the Frisco report before, and someone tried no. to argue with me. No, he right? does. He's no so good. Trayvon Diggs isn't gonna isn't gonna mirror Justin Jefferson. All right, we're gonna have. You think the running game's bad? Kirk Cousins is gonna. You're you're gonna wonder who the hell is this? Like the the black Kirk Cousins of, of Dak Prescott, whatever y'all call that. You're gonna be like, oh, that's the white cousins right there. That's crazy, because he's gonna torch us. He's gonna torch us. Just, just looking at the film, doing the I IQ test. Vikings are a high-powered team on both sides of the football, and uh, if, if if we if we don't clean up anything at all, and we still have the generic playbook of Kellen one quarter more, um, and our defense don't make the plays they need to make, it's gonna be a long game. I. I, I I really think this is going to be one of Dak Prescott's game where he doesn't get a touchdown, and we're going to be looking at probably nine to 23, 24 Minnesota Vikings. Is this, in your opinion, Mike, and everybody in the chat box, is this a must-win, or is this a game that everybody has just kind of put as, at a loss? Like, is this a must-win to to stop possibly a, a total tailspin? Like, uh, what what's your feeling on this, Mike? Is this a must-win? This. Listen, if these guys want to make any statement to the National Football League and say, you know what, we came off a bye week, we had a bad game, we're up 14 points in Green Bay, don't count us out, they have to win this game. if Because it's the whole motion of we can't beat good teams. Yep. We've had that motion for, for, for since Dak Prescott's been a starting quarterback, exclude 2016, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it's been the motion, it's been that notion. Can we beat good teams? This is going to determine how we go forward as a franchise, especially if we hit the playoff bracket. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the comments, must wins. I see a lot of must wins here. Zach Packett's a statement win. Yeah, I think definitely it is. It, it would need to be, right? Because just, just what Mike said, you know, this, this is a, a Vikings team. You know, they're, where are they right now? Eight and one? Yeah. Nine yeah, one. yeah, nine and one. I mean, these guys are pretty damn legit. They took it to the Bills. Bills eight and one. Eight and one. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough game. So this would be a, definitely a, a statement win. You know that oh, we can we can go on the road and we can beat a good team who's going to be in the playoffs because Minnesota, barring some kind of complete meltdown, they're going to be in the playoffs. Right? O'Connell's got that offense humming. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Thielen. They got T.J. Hawkinson. That's going to be a problem. Right? That, that, that's going to be a tough guy to cover there for the Cowboys. It's going to open up a lot of stuff for them. I think that was a brilliant trade for them. And the running backs, Madison and Cook. Right? I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, if we're getting gashed by some of these other guys and you bring in like a better pedigree like a Cook who's got this, the home run speed, yeah, it, 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 we could be giving up 200-plus yards in this game. So, got to win it, man. Got to win it, bro. Got got to change the, the narrative right now that they can't win big games. Right, You hit it right on the head, Mike. What? That is going to be – that's going to be something else. Guys, if you got questions or comments, let us know in the chat box, and, and we'll talk about it here, guys. Any questions on the upcoming game, player personnel, this sort of thing, drop it there in the chat box, and we'll put it on the screen, and we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike mentality that always comes up short in big games. Yeah, man. It's it 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 is it is man. And he he's gotta he's gotta come in here and, and shake that narrative off because it's real. For the fans that that that, that, that don't put their head in the sand, right? Like like a lot of us here, it's real. Like he's he's gotta get it done. He's gotta get it done. Yeah. Um Henry Smith, what can they do about the horrible run defense? You know, Mike, when I saw this game, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we may have. Um, it, it, it brought back this is this is this is why Dan Quinn lost in the Super Bowl. No adjustments. 28 to 3, choked it the hell up. They lost. When I saw what was unfolding in this game, it reminded me of what is it about Dan Quinn where he can't, in some of these big games, lock it up? You know what I mean? And this one was a – I just don't think they have the, the personnel right now to, to fix it, Mike. So do you want to take a shot at this? Yeah, man. It, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take the players themselves to be accountable. Michael Parsons said if we don't stay in our gaps, this ain't going to get fixed. So Michael Parsons, the leader – Hillman Tanker, the leader of this defense, and, uh, you know, piss-poor tackling, bad angles, uh, not doing, you know, not doing your keys like you're supposed to do. Um, you're going to get you're gonna get gushed, but I think it's more than that. I think it's beyond that. It's too many consecutive weeks where it's been 120, 130, 200 yards of rushing on us. Why? Because this is the National Football League. They're high-paid Office coordinators out there that want to expose that run and they know they can win exposing the run, right? So it's going to be, uh, it's, it's going to take a lot for this defense to step up. Trade deadline's over. Nakadama and Sue ain't coming to Dallas, right? So this house inside here, benching Goldston for Basham ain't going to fix it. Keep Goldston in the lineup, keep them rotate, get keep the guys rotating and Lay the wood. Lay the wood on that running back. Lay it. That's all you got to yeah. do. Be physical. Be uh, physical. That's what they got to do, man. They got to be physical, man. You make a, a good point, too. It's They, they got to. They, they have to bring Golston back in the mix, man. They, they can't go with, with Basham. Basham, I've never been a fan of Basham, man. He doesn't really do anything at all. You know what Except I mean? He, he drinks wine with Randy Gregory. Yeah, I mean he 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 likes to get hurt. He likes to sit on the bench and cheerlead from from the bench, and then when he's active, barely does anything. So they screwed up there. Hopefully they they fix that. Activate Golston because uh, all hands on deck, man, for run because they're gonna come at us. And until until this team proves they can stop somebody, a nosebleed of some sort, these offensive corners are, are gonna keep coming at us, man. And and. Uh, it almost seems like it doesn't matter if, if it's it's a, if it's a star pedigree running back, you know what I mean? That we just, you know, and we we have the, we have the Titans on our schedule. That's Derrick Henry, bro. <laughs> Are we talking three hundred yards in there? I mean, dude, that guy is nobody wants to tackle that guy. So we'll see. We'll get through these games. You got Minnesota uh, Giants. You got Barkley, uh, Indianapolis. You got Jonathan Taylor. Texans. They have the all. You know the up and coming Damian Pierce, right? Malik Davis is running back, made at Florida. 
looking the part, really, really making a name for himself as far as one of the young up and coming running backs. So next four games, run defense is going to be tested up the ass. There's no doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. You know, so uh, it's going to be interesting. Let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here in the chat box, guys. Questions and comments. Mm. Questions and comments in the chat box. The Dallas box of chocolates. <laughs> 1980. You funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Where's 1980 at? Let's see. First comment in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. My boy, 1980. Great show, guys. Appreciate you as well. 1980 in the house. Drive time feel. Dallas box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Exactly, bro. You, you just don't know what you're going to get. And that's not championship football, right? It's not. It's, 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 uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just not, right? Like you see teams that make the championship runs and it, it's not this, you know, they're focused. They know what they want. And, uh, yeah, man, well said there by 1980 in the house. Primetime Phil, what's up, bro? Primetime Phil in the house. I enjoyed his post game as well uh, yesterday with uh, Game Time Brian. They, they, they got a good show going on over there. They have a really good show going on. They got there. a good show, man. I mean, there's, there's, good, there's good content creators out here that will say it as it is. Primetime Phil, 1980, ourselves, Cowboys Corner. And the others, they just want to stick their head in the ground and, and say, oh, the flowers are blooming, butterflies and shit everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not the case, man. We want we want a championship, and we're tired of the excuses, bro. So uh, what happened this year? Is it, are we going to end the year like we have every single year since 1996? That's a long time, bro. Decades, bro. We're talking decades already, you know? That's, we're talking a generation, Joe. A generation's 30 years. We're talking about we haven't drafted a quarterback in an entire generation. That That's just nuts to me, bro. Out of all the teams, only the Cowboys have done that. Everybody else is, is, is trial and error or something, right? Trial and error. Like, yeah, maybe you do draft a bus, but, okay, I drafted a bus. Go, go do it again. You're gonna suck. You're gonna be right there again. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, man. Or you gotta have some balls, bro. Like, I, 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 the way I think about it is the my prime example of having balls was the Kansas City Chiefs. They had Alex Smith. He was he was okay, right? Alex Smith was a bus driver type of quarterback. Lift that skirt up, grab those balls, move up in the draft, and who did they get? Pat Mahomes, bro. The go one of the go to goats, man. They had the balls, bro. Yeah, you know. So, oh, I know. You, you they have to think about at some point doing that, man. You you can't keep just hoping, bro. The hope doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, it no, doesn't. Um, it, it don't. It don't. And that that's why, you know, when we say we gotta stop buying the jerseys, we got there's so many Dallas Cow. It's America's team. There's so many Dallas Cowboy fans that, you know, yeah, they, 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 they're yeah. so optimistic. And then, you know, they're on national TV with a, with a, with a camera in their face crying in the stands. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Henry Smith, 27 years of disappointment. So many people in the Jones family and a state of denial about everything concerning this team. Yeah, totally, bro. And now Stephen Jones, it looks like a worse version of Jerry Jones. <laughs> like, he, like you had Jerry who was willing to spend money. I mean, he was trying, you know. God bless him. But Stephen Jones, he's like the anti-version of his dad. Now, he don't want to spend any kind of money. Yeah. That's why, you know, the, the old Dell thing, it, it's more it's more of a pipe dream, right? Like, I think it would be nice to get him in here, but Stephen Jones, ultimately, he's he's the the man with the, with the wallet, right? So, what are the odds? You know, it's uh, – I don't know how you can I, – I get it building through the draft, and, and they've really built through the draft. I mean, Micah Parsons and – and Trayvon Diggs and Oso Diggizua and you know they they they've really set themselves up. They kudos to them. They didn't draft a safety. They went and got out Malik Hooker and J. Ron Kirsch. And we we're like, okay, Malik Hooker, J. Ron Kirsch, who's that? Right. So they fixed their safety position, right? And now, you know, they they abandoned this offense. Like we need some killer instinct mentality, and we just don't have it. And I've said this as Simon says, big shout out to him, another content another content creator that speaks his mind, tells the truth. Uh, you know, I, I told, I, you know, put it in his comments. I said, Jerry wins off the field Super Bowls. Jerry don't win on the field Super Bowls. Off the field is where he wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's sad. It's, it's, uh, he's living in the metaverse. <laughs> he might as well go to Facebook, VR. go in the metaverse and do it there. Cause it ain't, it ain't happening right now. Stevie Mac 23. In the chat box, this is a great question, Mike. If we lose the next two games, is it basically game over for us? What do you feel like, Mike, if, if that happens? Uh, I don't see us losing the next two games. Uh, the Giants, man, I'm, who, who the hell is scared of the Giants? But, but hypothetically, not. hypothetically, if you do, if you do lose the next two, what's It's not thought? over. No, because you're expecting to lose one. So if we bump another one, and that's three in a row, though. What what kind of confidence will that do to this young team if you lose exactly. three in a row? Yeah, if you lose right. three in a row, yeah, is that the tailspin, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is that what that is? So it, it very well could be. That's why this this game, damn it, 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 to me it is. To me, like when we talked about earlier, right? To me, it, it is a must win because you can't you can't win. I mean, you can't lose three in a row because the Giants you can't lose three in a row. Like the I mean the Giants. I mean they're. They're gonna fix what they screwed up in the first game. That that's gonna be a tougher game, I think. So when's the last time we won on Thanksgiving? <laughs> that's that's the other thing, right? When was the last time we, we won at Thanksgiving? I feel like we've lost a couple in a row now. Um somebody looked at the stat up if you if you have somebody time. Look that up, please. We'll but yeah, if you were if let's say let's say hypothetically, right, Steve Matt, you lost two, right? That would put us at um Six and what five? That yeah. you're when, when you're in the six and five range. I think you're probably getting knocked what, what down. What the commanders doing? Are the are we going to be in the basement at six and five by then too? What's our seating look like? Are we even going to make the playoffs? Right. That's, so yeah, there's a yeah. lot that goes into that. Yeah. No, it's a great, great question, Stephen Mack, and it, and, it, and it does. It kind of puts you in in uh, your team. Five years. Thank you, Simon says. Five years since we won a Thanksgiving game. That's incredible, bro. There's been a lot of heartbreaking games on Thanksgiving. It's and it, I always I always think about Thanksgiving. It's like, man, these guys ruined my Thanksgiving. 
giving me heartburn, right? So, <laughs> oh my god, five years. There's a chance we could drop two games, dude. There really, is. we could drop three in a row. There's, there's like a 75% chance we can drop three games in a row, including they, the Green Bay game. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the mentality of this team. They, they, they gotta win this game for sure. And they gotta win Thanksgiving. If you, if you lose Minnesota, the next game becomes the next win because you gotta avoid a losing streak. If you get on a losing streak, this shit could go down real quick, bro. We've seen it before. Uh, we'll have those fans. Oh, the sky's falling. There's still plenty of time. No, yeah. there ain't plenty of time, buddy. <laughs> we're, I, we're in November football. All right. Bro, when you eat the bird, that, yeah, man. That drives me crazy. The whole, the whole, oh, we it's we have plenty of time or relax. Nah, man. You can't you relax. Bird, football's almost done. Yeah, bro. Like, there's no relaxing at this point anymore. There's no, oh, this, we have time. There's none of that right now. Now it's, you're in the part of the season where you're either going to be like the title. Are you a contender or are you a fraud? We're going to find out in this little stretch here what we are, you know? Yeah. Like, 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 oh, there's still a lot of football. You eat the bird. You say Merry Christmas. You get drunk on a New Year's and you're sitting on the couch watching the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That fast. <laughs> yeah. Great question here. Well, will McCarthy have the Cowboys ready for the Vikings? Probably not. And this is why I wish he would. I wish he was the dang play caller, and then there was no questioning like who's the play caller because he knows the Vikings, right? I, I mean, it is Kevin O'Connell. It's a different regime, but you kind of know like the vibe and you know the uh, the division and and this sorts of thing and the the players, right? He still knows some of the players that are there, even from from back when he was coaching, but. Uh, Man, he's he's got to pull out all the all, all the whatever he's got to do, smashing watermelons again or whatever the hell he was doing that one. He's got to do something to get to get it going again, bro. Like he, this is a big time game, bro. This this is gonna be a, another playoff type of uh, scenario. You know, the stadium's gonna be sold out. They're gonna have it's gonna be loud. It's gonna be a ruckus crowd. It's gonna be a playoff type of game, Mike. No, it, it is. You, you you're gonna be hearing that stupid school yep. stupid shit. Right? Yeah, dumbest. <laughs> I'm so glad Cowboys don't do no stupid shit like that, dude. I don't. I wouldn't know what to do. I probably wouldn't do some stupid stuff like that. Um, and then the Eagles had that stupid chant. The Buffalo Bill. Like, uh, I'm glad America's team, America's fans, they stay like. We might be delusional in some things, but dang, we we. Oh, good lord! But it's gonna be loud in there, right? Yeah. And so, yeah. The Cowboys, Dak, the defense, it's a team. If they was a team, we could throw Dak, we could throw Kellen, we could throw Mike McCarthy, this D, we could throw them all under the bus. At the end of the day, that was a team loss. They cannot have that in Minnesota. If they do, if they get behind 10 to 0, the game's over. Yeah, they 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 gotta they gotta clean up a lot of stuff there, bro. All, all phases of the game, too. Turpin. He ain't looking good anymore. I, I, the the romance with Turpin, it's gone. I I don't think he's that good, man. Exactly. Simon. Let let me feel the ball right here. Let let me almost screw up this crap here. That guy scares me now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we got a super yeah. chat here. Give me cash. I'm hearing rumors Odell end up in Buffalo. 
I swear I never want to do Anthony Dudu Brown on the field as a starter. The guy concussed himself. Yeah. What what's Let's talk about the first part of, of Give Me Cash's comment here. I'm hearing Odell to Buffalo. That's probably what's going to happen, right? He's going to end up oh, yeah. somewhere besides Dallas, right? Um, that would be a good fit there. You know, they're, they they want to do an all-in move there. And, uh, you know, I, I think that they feel like they need another wide receiver, right? They lost Beasley, and they didn't really feel that. Um, the rookie, Shakir, is not really doing it there. So they might they might do that. You know, to get back in contention because right now they're they've been losing some games, Mike. Uh, oh, but yeah. this yeah. this one here, Mike, it's it's almost like the greater the the lesser of the two evils, right? Like Anthony Brown or Kelvin Joseph. Joseph. It's 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 just um, yeah. I, I for me, I still take Anthony Brown over Joseph. Joseph sucks. One hundred percent. He's he's terrible, bro. He he's not. He I mean, he's gonna be one of those one of those guys that they, they just keep on the roster and he just you know he walks off in uh, free agency. Kelvin Joseph is not gonna get a second contract. He's a bonehead kind of guy off the field, and I don't think he takes the position serious, bro. I mean, he, a special teams ace for a second round. Not good, bro. They, they messed up on that pick there. Yeah. No, I, you know, Odell, like, I, I don't know if Odell goes to the Giants. I, I think the Giants are one and done team. I don't think Odell goes there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you look at the Cowboys, we're, we're potentially a one and done team. Does he go here? The only people that going to make a run is the Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe Tampa Bay. I mean, they're, they're stacked at wide receiver, though. They, you'd be surprised. I, I don't know. It could be anybody, but. Um, I, 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 I don't think he's coming to Dallas. Um, and then Anthony doo-doo stain Brown. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's interesting, man. I'm telling you, like Deron Bland needs to hurry up and fix those mistakes. Trayvon Diggs needs to start trailing their number one wide receiver period. I don't care who we're playing. Trayvon Diggs needs to learn how to trail. Um, and you, you'll see some stuff happen. That's just a bit different. So, Trail Trayvon, and you might see a difference in this defense. Yeah, they, they might they might need to do that, bro, because that is scary, bro. Justin Jefferson versus Kelvin Joseph or, or Deron Bland. Yeah. Anybody not named Trayvon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson is going to be scary, bro. Yeah. I, I will take Bland. I will. Kelvin Joseph just needs to play special teams. Get him off the field, please. Right. Yeah. And and, think, and even then he's making penalties and special exactly. Teams. He's driving me exactly. crazy. Him and Hendershot every yes. single game. Those guys, yeah, have me pulling think, my hair. Uh, I don't know. I I I'll take Bland covering Thielen and Kelvin uh, Diggs needs to get on on uh, on that big time wide receiver over there. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, one of the guys that we we did we covered him very good in the draft. That was yes, your your number one guy, Mike. That was, my, that was my number one player in the NFL draft. To go back to the Frisco Report and go watch it, thefriscoreport.com. Mm-hmm. Joe Connor, this is a good one actually. Did, did the defense actually miss Anthony Barr, Mike? No, no. We were still getting gashed with Barr. We're getting gashed without Barr. Um, 
Now, Mark takes better angles than, say, an LVE. He takes better angles at tackling. But I don't think he's like, oh, my God, Anthony Barr has to be here. But Anthony Barr needs to play against the Minnesota Vikings. That's his former team. If he don't play, we're going to miss him because he's going to bring that extra juice against his former team. Uh, that's a good point. I would like to see him in this game just for that fact there. there there's something to that. Players, everybody, they these guys do take it personal. I mean, look at McCarthy. He took the game personal, screwed it up for us. Players, too, they, they, they take it personal. Hopefully he, he can get in there and give us that juice, like you said, Mike, um, because it's it's all hands on deck here. You know, they're, they're going to come at us hard and heavy with, with the running game. And, uh, you know, it's going to open up their passing game. You need to get in, in, in Kirk Cousins' face and force him to turn the ball because he will turn the ball over. Kirk Cousins will turn the ball over, but you got to give him that pressure. You got to give him the happy feet. Give any quarterback the happy feet, they're going to throw interceptions left and right because they don't have – their feet set, and you're going to have underthrows, overthrows, you know, this sorts of thing. So let, I, I wouldn't mind, you know what I mean? Um, you know, there was a lot to be said about Damone Clark. I think that was a little overhyped as well, as he usual. He was out early, Joe. Yeah, so he's he has a long ways to go. Damone Clark got a long, long ways to go still. Um, but, he didn't you know, change his jersey number. A linebacker should not be wearing 33. Yeah, 33. I hate this number change crap, dude. I absolutely hate it. God, I hate it. <laughs> Questions and comments here. Let's see what else we got here in the chat box, guys. Great conversation today. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to be. Love this, but this could be Minnesota Massacre. Unfortunately, yeah, it's going to be. It's either going to be competitive or it's going to be a massacre. I, that's that's the only two ways I see it. You know what I mean? And and I don't see I don't see us blowing them out either. So it's either going to be a close game or they're going to take it to us. <laughs> so yeah, Simon says I I could totally I could totally see that part, bro. Yeah, totally. Oh, this is a good comment here. Oh, where to go? That's a good one. Yeah, they the combos need to start start, you know, seeing if they can bring some guys in competition in here. Yeah, but here's what scares me with that though, Joe. I'm not trying to rebuttal you or play devil's advocate here. Jerry Jones wanted to go after Paxton Lynch. So how is their scouting department in evaluating quarterbacks? That's the thing. That that and I was thinking about this damn very damn thing in the shower, bro. I was like, you know what, <laughs> man, I wish we would draft. Wait a minute, do we have anybody in house? I don't think we do. I, I think that that uh, scout left back in the eighties, bro, because they haven't. I mean, look look at all the guys they've drafted. It's terrible backups. Mike White was good. They just had to develop him. <laughs> Mike White, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? Like, still, even him, you know, you had uh, D- Dustin Vaughn. They tried they tried to make him the next Romo. He was terrible. Danucci Dookie. Danucci. He had his own nickname, his upside-down stupid caps. I, dude, they just need to uh, bring in a guy. I, I think they need to bring in somebody in, into their scouting program because, obviously, they don't feel confident and doing it, you know what I mean? So you, you, I think you're absolutely right, Mike. They probably don't have the guy in-house that can evaluate quarterbacks. 
legitly, you know. Yeah, but well, do they, I don't need, think they do. Do they need um, to try? Yeah, they obviously they they definitely do. But they wanted man. Paxton Lynch under a Will McClay scouting department. Yeah, and, and and to follow up, I think Stevie Mac is right on the head here. Sean Payton would be an evaluator. He wants Sean Payton wanted. Sean Payton scouted the hell out of Pat Mahomes, wanted him, and knew that he would be a badass quarterback, but he, they got leapfrogged, right? They got leapfrogged by Kansas City. They had the balls, and they did what they did. So, Steve Mack, you're right. On, yeah, you're. that's perfect, bro. I think that's the only way it happens. That's the only way that any of this happens. A total, And it's kind of a shakeup. You bring in Payton, you shake this thing up, let him get his own quarterback. I mean, you'll have, you know, Dak or whatever. Bring in somebody here to who will be the next person. So, yeah. Mm. Give me cash with a super chat. LVE is such a soft linebacker. Moves slow, bad angles. Yeah, it's um the angles is is the is the is the main thing with with LVE right Mike and you you mentioned it too the angles that he takes i think is is the is is where he's deficient in the angles that he takes right he's got the motor there's no, no doubt about that man you know but he could be more effective if he would take the angles and and hit the player faster than later <laughs> you know what i mean so well it looks like we got i don't know how true it is i'm checking i'm still checking sources but antonio callaway signs with the dallas cowboys if that's true that's it there's no odell here that that, that's that's the death blow bro because i saw that they worked him out like a day or two ago and if that's the case (laughs) sayonara that that's gonna be it that, that that's our that's a reclamation project. Callaway had off field issues with the Browns, uh, going back to college. You know th- that that's a reclamation project. That that's going to be one of those, um, uh, you know, Will McClay specials. But no, he hasn't played since twenty twenty with Miami. Yeah. Wow. I like this one. I, I, I think this, is a, this is a good comment by Eric Montoya. MG13 struggling out there. I think part of this is that they rushed him out there. You know what I mean? I think we're getting real desperate. I, I really – knee injuries to me are like a one-year thing, right? Um, and he just doesn't look – he doesn't look like the same gallop out there, Mike. No, we, we had the question right here on the Frisco Report, Joe, is one of our topics. Does Michael Gallup change the dynamic of this football, this offense, right? And I said, no, Michael Gallup doesn't change anything. Uh, Michael Gallup, when we had this situation come up last year, we got hurt. He came in um, and didn't, didn't elevate this offense like he was supposed to or the expectation that we put on him to supposed to, right? He's coming off an ACL injury. Uh, he was kind of limpy. Um, and, uh, you know, with the knee tweak or whatever happened, an ankle tweak, I don't know what happened there, uh, on Sunday, but Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup flourishes when Amari Cooper's on the field, Lamb flourishes when Amari Cooper's on the field, right? So, um, you know, Michael Gallup's is a solid number three wide receiver. CeeDee Lamb's a solid number two 
we don't have the number one, and Antonio mm-hmm. Callaway ain't going to be a number one. No. No. <sighs> Disappointing. <laughs> oh, this is funny, man. I, this is funny because you know this is true. Muggs, Maxwell, we're probably low-balled. OBJ and settled. Here comes the hype train. Yeah, you're, you're going to see the hype videos of this Callaway kid. Don't don't go for it. I mean, oh, all the stupid film sessions. Good God. Yeah, he's 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 been on the street for a reason. You know what I mean? Cowboy. Like I like I just said, it's a reclamation project. This is a Will McClay special. Hoping that he can hit on it. I don't know. They brought him onto the practice. People are like, it's a practice squad signing. Listen. Jason Peters was a practice squad signing too. They're signing to the practice squad. He's going to learn this offense, and then they can elevate two players to the 53-man roster, people. Just yeah. because the, the, the practice squad rules have changed, guys. Work with me here. Yeah. Work with me here. Quit <laughs> quit the practice squad signing crap. The practice mm-hmm. squad is different. Yeah. Muggs Maxwell, wide receiver by committee. And that's that's what it's been. And and and, and the Cowboys front office, they, they they do a good job of selling this crap to the fans, going back to training camp. Oh, you know, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna look at this season at the end. Remember when we had CD Lamb and <laughs> and who? Fahoko, who never turned into anything. Uh five foot three. USFL guy, you had a. I mean, you know what I mean. It, it is wide receiver by committee. It's they're dumb. I mean, the Cowboys they put themselves in the corner here, man. You know what I mean? They dug their own grave when they got rid of Cooper. They should have kept Cooper, man. Now the the price of Cooper's price tag with all the wide receiver numbers that have already come in after the trade, super cheap right now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, Cowboys <laughs> they're a disaster, bro. Antonio Callaway. Good lord. Cowboys need to come into the run and play defense. Yeah, yeah. It's a. It's it's going to be interesting to see how they try to fix this. How in the? I mean, they they tried it. You know, they try to get Hankins in here. <clears throat> it's a step in the right direction, but he's not a. He's not a Vita Vea. You know what I mean? No. He's not one of these That's two. Yeah, he's not Sue. He's not one of these big guys who he's can not anybody from the Ravens interior defense. Yeah, he's not he's not that. And plus he's 30 something years old, right? 30. So Hankins is somebody they should have drafted when he was a rookie. I liked him coming out of Ohio State. Yeah, but now, you know, you get him at the back end of his career. But I mean, at least at least with Dan Quinn, at least they're trying. Now if Dan Quinn leaves, you know, and takes a job somewhere, that voice is gonna be gone. And you're probably still back to drafting these smaller athletic guys who don't really do crap, right? So, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting, Crazy, bro. Man. I know what yeah. you mean, Brent. Yeah, they, they got to. But I don't know if we uh, if we have the personnel here yet. Well, I know we don't. I know we don't have the personnel yet. We got a lot of hyped-up defensive tackles, I, I tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. But uh, great show, guys. Love all the chats every here. All, all the great questions here. You guys knocked it out the park as usual. Mike, great conversation with you as well, bro. Uh, great, great show tonight. Let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Yeah. 
uh, underscore Cowboys Corner there on the on the Elon Musk page. Uh, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube. Um, you know, you, you might think I'm bipolar if you follow me on Twitter, but that's okay. Stick around. I'll follow back. Yeah, you got to follow Mike on Twitter, bro. I, I, Mike and I, it's like when the game time's here, I love reading every, <laughs> it's Mike's Mike's tweets because we're we're like on the same wavelength, man. We're like, oh man, like you know what I mean? Like it's that yeah. kind of deal, man. So we appreciate you guys, man. Make sure you guys hit uh, like on your way out, subscribe and share, and we'll see you next week for hopefully a win. <laughs> Peace, everybody. Peace. On one side, but that guy on the other.